It's Terrible Tuesday. That's terrible. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. That's a terrible idea. I want to know what the hell he's smoking. Something stinks in here. That's terrible. <laughs> it's Terrible Tuesday. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. All right. So let's talk a little Super Bowl from a terrible side. I want to pose the question today to our listeners. You could chime in if you want today via Twitter, via phone, 702-221-7283. And I'm going to ask Steve Berline this when he joins us here pretty soon. All right. Did the Chiefs win the game or did the Niners lose the game? Okay. We understand the nature of this question. Of course, the Chiefs won the game. Of course, the Niners lost the game. But. If you're going to sign kudos, praise, or blame, do you say the Chiefs won the game, they deserve to win the game, or did the Niners lose the game as they had control of this game and they blew it? What you say? What say you, Mr. Numchuck? Say what? I was trying to find something for you. You're not not paying attention to this? I wasn't trying to. Did the Chiefs win the game? If we have to give credit to one side, or did the Niners lose the game? You understand my question. Right? The Niners lost the game, 100%. And it's the reason that you are not going to say it's overtime. That's 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 one of the factors, okay? I don't think it's the main factor. The Niners lost this game for two reasons, because of the mistakes that they made. Okay, that's, that's the main, the mistakes they made on the field. The fumble, okay? Fumble, muff punt, and miss PAT. Okay, those things. The Christian McCaffrey fumble cost them points. I know it was the first drive, but it cost them points. All right? The punt hits the defender in the foot. Ray Ray McLeod doesn't jump on it, tries to pick it up and run. Boom. The Chiefs scored their only touchdown in regulation after that muff punt. That's the only touchdown they scored in regulation, and it was a one-play drive. They scored on the very next play, 10-yard touchdown pass from Mahomes. There it was, and that was it. Everything else, field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal, until you got to the overtime where the Chiefs got the touchdown in the OT, period. Yes, the Niners lost the game. We'll give all kinds of credit to the Chiefs, to Patrick Mahomes, because he rallied his team. Andy Reid's a great coach. Travis Kelsey, phenomenal. Even though, for the most part, Mahomes and Kelsey were non-existent in the first half. They come out of the second half. Mahomes throws the interception. 49ers get the ball at the Chiefs' 44-yard line and get what? Zero. The same thing that they got after the Christian McCaffrey fumble. All right? The Niners cost themselves the game. The Niners lost the game. Plain and simple. All right, and they have no one to blame but themselves. Now, if you want to go and you want to talk about Kyle Shanahan's decision not to do, to kick off in the second uh, in the overtime, I can I understand that. Okay, but as we talked about yesterday, you know, you take the ball. That's what you normally do in overtime periods, and you want to try to go down and you want to put the pressure on the opponent. All right, but. There is a good fraction, a good fraction of that Kyle Shanahan did not know the rules. It seems crazy, but this has never came into play before. 
This rule came about in the 2022 offseason. No overtime games in the playoffs last year. No overtime games in the playoffs this season, right? So it never really came up. The Chiefs are saying they talked about it and they prepped for it. They're going back to, you know, preseason. They've been, they were ready for this. The Niners players didn't even know the rules because probably Kyle Shanahan never addressed it. So, yeah, I'm sure Kyle Shanahan decided to take the ball because he thought, hey, we score a touchdown, we win, because that's the previous rule, and that's the way the rules are in the regular season. But, yes, when, when you look at those things, yes, the 49ers lost the game. They were in control of the game. If it wasn't for the turnovers, Niners probably win the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl madness in Las Vegas. All right. How much madness was there really? All right. So for a guy who was around the town a lot this past week, like a lot of us are, not just saying me, but, you know, broadcast on Radio Row, at the Westgate, at the game, going to a few different events. All right. We saw that Las Vegas did a fantastic job. But there's national media outside of Las Vegas that are pummeling our city for not being a good place to host a Super Bowl. We heard that nonsense years and years ago, and there are still some archaic people that still are out there stating this, all right? Saying that there was numerous problems from crime to chaos. There's a certain columnist. I don't even want to give this guy's name because he's a ham and egger. He's a New York Post columnist, like a lot of the New York Post columnists are, that this guy wrote an article and said, Las Vegas will have, again, proven to be a rotten choice of venue for some strange reason. Crime has a nasty habit of visiting Sin City and that what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Police files. He goes on to talk about Las Vegas Raiders, Daenerys Robinson being arrested for a DUI, and he uses the term the Vegas common crime time of 5.59 a.m. Okay. That's about the same time the NFL players Alvin Kamara and Chris Lehmans were arrested and charged with nearly stomping a man to death after they refused to allow him to share their elevator at a Las Vegas strip joint. Well, actually, it wasn't a strip joint. It was a nice, it was a nightclub. All right. On the strip. All right. Then, of course, there was uh, Vegas. Um, and the Pro Bowl, a Vegas strip joint also where limitless NFL problems with Adam Pacman Jones and company did their worst, making it rain until gunshots paralyzed a bouncer. Then, of course, he wants to go back and talk about the NBA All-Star game many, many moons ago, more than a decade ago. And then you have Marshawn Lynch arrested for suspicion of DUI when he was found at 7.30 in the morning passed out in his sports car. That was years ago. Two of its tires destroyed and impacting a Las Vegas curb. And of course, he's going to get the massive shot in at Vegas referencing the Henry Ruggs fiasco that happened at 3.40 a.m. going back a year and a half ago. But here's the thing. These are cheap shots. This is journalistic garbage because those events had nothing to do with this Super Bowl. And most of these events were years and years ago. Did we hear about anything that happened to upset this Super Bowl? 
anything. Even the two ham and egg streakers were out there for a total of four and a half seconds because they got mauled and no one even you know said anything. Did we have any major disasters during the week of the Super Bowl? No. Were there some people arrested? Of course. But are there people arrested just about every day in the city? Okay. Uh, every weekend? Of course. What I'm trying to say is it's so easy to take shots at Las Vegas or any city for malfeasance, for their stupidity, or, you know. But bottom line is, what does this have to do with this Super Bowl? This Super Bowl literally had very little trouble. I told you, I I talked yesterday or over the weekend with people with NFL security, and they said, you know what? This this is one of the cleanest security ventures, and then as as far as timeliness and everything, the NFL did a fantastic job. Are we to say that New York City shouldn't have any events because of what happened on 9-11? No, it's ludicrous, right? All right. Or what happens in the streets in the Bronx or at Harlem after midnight? New York should not have any major sporting events. Shouldn't have a Super Bowl. Come on, man. I mean, it's stupid. This is ludicrous journalism. It's probably West Coast hate. It's Las Vegas hate. It's... People or reporters being naive and making generalizations. Every city has crime. Every city has uh, that, that hosts big events are going to have some scammers or thieves that come to their city. All right? And scammers, thieves live in these cities. Get all that. But of all places, Las Vegas can handle it better than anybody. More cameras in the streets. More cameras in the venues. All right? More security, more police there. I witnessed an actual little robbery at the Super Bowl myself. I didn't talk about this yesterday. Didn't get a chance to talk to him. It was the prices, wasn't it? No, no, no. Okay. There was a guy that got, it was Chiefs fans. And this was like at the, at the end of the game as I was leaving over after, you know, probably a half hour after the game was over. And a guy stole somebody's jacket. And these Chiefs fans were trying to find the guy, and they and they spotted him. And this guy was just hammered, right? And they find him, they go after him, and they, you know, are going after him like they're going going to, you know, take the guy out. Police were there within seconds, all right. And they said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" And they got to the bottom of this. And these guys had a story that, hey, this guy stole our stole my jacket, this and that, blah blah. They had witnesses, and the police. We're very cool and say, okay, wait, wait, we got to find out what's going on here. And then they, they looked at the guy, they looked in his pockets, found out that none of it were his belongings. It was the, the Chiefs fans who had uh, their jacket and some other items stolen. And they calmly arrested the guy and moved on. And nobody that maybe outside of, you know, 20, 30 feet away knew what was happening because it was handled very well and very professionally. But this was, this was what, what you have take place at any sporting event. But no, there were no bomb scares. There there, there was nothing disastrous that, that happened here. For the most part, Vegas pulled it off. They did a fantastic job. So for national journalists who have nothing to do with the city, probably weren't even here to begin with at any point in time during the course of the Super Bowl week, you know, saying these things, bad place to have a Super Bowl, you know, Vegas, Sin City. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. You know, it's, that's all marketing. But if you don't have the facts to back it up, you know, wrap it up. All right. How about some more stupidity? You want some more stu- stupidity here? 
uh, a statue of Jackie Robinson was stolen in Wichita, Kansas. McAdams Park is a home of League 42. It's a youth baseball league for about 600 children and players. There is a statue that was erected in 2021 in Wichita, Kansas of Jackie Robinson. Some idiots decided that they wanted to steal the bronze statue. They cut this up with, I don't know what what they did, how they cut it up. Chainsaws, something, who knows what. But they cut it all the way down to the ankles, only leaving the bronze replicas of Robinson's cleats behind uh, the pedestal. Surveillance cameras showed there were at least three individuals that were there that were that uh, that took the statue, and uh, we know that it was taken somewhere where the other individuals were present. Now, on January 28th, police recovered a vehicle believed to be connected to this case in an apartment complex in Wichita. Two days after that, fire crews found burned remnants of the statue while responding to a trash can fire at another park about seven miles away. An arrest has been made. Uh, a 45-year-old man was arrested and charged with felony theft, value over $25,000, aggravated criminal damage to property, identity theft, and making false information. Uh, the statue was valued at $75,000. Now, the investigation has not revealed any evidence indicating that this was a hate crime, but uh, Wichita police are looking at this. They believe the theft was motivated by financial gain, that these idiots were there just to scrap the metal and sell it. Kind of like, you know, jacking cars and doing that, that same thing. Why are you taking a statue of Jackie Robinson? It, it just makes no sense. I mean, this is just stupidity. As fine. And I know you, you can't explain rhyme or reason why people do stuff like that. But it's just downright terrible. It's atrocious. It's awful. And when you have stuff like that happen, just it's it's sickening. Especially in you know, in Jackie Robinson really has nothing to do with Wichita. He really doesn't. But you know, again, Negro Leagues, Kansas City Monarchs, okay, relatively close, that sort of thing, paying homage. And this guy made this statue. This value at seventy five thousand dollars took him a long time to do this, and uh, now it's it's stolen and cut up to shreds and hawked away for some money. So just uh, uh, a terrible, terrible story.